Welcome to Coming Out of the Spiritual Closet with your host, me, Brittany Wittig. Join me every week to explore and demystify the world of modern spirituality. On this week's episode, I am interviewing creative consultant and visibility strategist and host of the podcast Glitter Mindset, Aria Lighty. And I discovered Aria through an episode of her podcast called Fuck Professional. And I thought that was brilliant. Aria is all about showing up authentically in your business, showing up authentically in your personal life. And she goes really deep in this interview into how you can do that, how that can change your life and just the power of being yourself and dropping the people-pleasing. So without further ado, here is Aria. So Aria, thank you so much for being on the show today. I'm so happy to have you here. And I think just to get started, could you just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Yeah, I'm so excited. So thank you for having me. Um, my name is Aria Lighty, and I am a business mentor, creative consultant, visibility strategist. So basically, I just help creative entrepreneurs and visionaries really just show the fuck up in the world. So get press, know how to intentionally network, know how to really build their name out in the community and um, take their magic and really make it into a brand. So I love what I do. I've been an entrepreneur for 15 years now. I just recently sold one of my businesses uh, last July. And so, um, yeah, I've just been leaning more into the consulting and the strategy parts of my business. And um, yeah, I love it. Awesome. So I recently discovered your podcast and listened to an episode where you were talking about, I think the episode was called like, fuck being professional or something along those lines. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) which I loved, which leads us right into what I want to talk with you about. So I want to talk with you about authenticity and showing up authentically. Can you just share a little bit about uh, why you share about that so much? Why that's so important? Yeah. Yeah. I love that you liked that one. I, it's hard for me not to name all my episodes, like fuck like blank like there's like fuck humble fuck professional like fuck everything like fuck all these systems but yeah I'm really passionate about it because as somebody that's been an entrepreneur as somebody that's worked with some of the most like brilliant creative geniuses out there like we carry so many stories about who we think deserves to be in these spaces who we think deserves success who we like who we think we need to be in order to show up and so I really want to dismantle a lot of that and give you know women and people of color and queers like the permission to show the fuck up and your actual authenticity like I think we talk a lot about Oh, be authentic, but it's still a watered down code switching, you know, like soften your edges to form of authenticity, like authentic, but not too messy, right? Like authentic, but put together and professional polished, you know, um, rehearsed or whatever. So I, I think that, well, I know that a lot of those stories were like put in, in order to keep people like us small, right? Because if, 
if they're gatekeeping it and saying like, oh, you have to look like this, talk like this, move like this, be like this, then it keeps the select few in power, which happen to be the same select few that keep acting like they're these like geniuses that know something that we don't or like that they have this like thing that is like inaccessible to people like us. So it's really about like destroying that gatekeeping shit showing up authentic, being able to like show other people that look like us and talk like us and move like us that there's space at the table or that they can create their own fucking table. Right. Um, so yeah, that's really, that's really what it's about. And I see so much messaging again about the authenticity, but it's still not, you know, we still are afraid to be messy on the internet. We still say, Oh, be professional, which on that episode, I looked up and it's like professional means that you're in a profession. all these other fucking things like got added to it you know by people like including like how you dress or how you talk or whatever in order to again like protect the people that are at the top and make it like this unique club where like success and abundance is only available to them you know oh my gosh yes I love that angle on it um absolutely that makes total sense yeah, professional is being of a profession. That's great. That's awesome. I was like, okay, so yeah. check. That's all of us then. <laughs> right. So I love this because I feel like, like I'm a courage coach. And I think one of the biggest things that people struggle with is, is showing up authentically, is being messy. Why do you feel like it's so, I mean, why do you, why do you think it's so scary? I mean, cause it is, I think it's really scary for people to show up as their authentic selves. Oh yeah. I mean, everything that I just said, like ever, we've been programmed since we were small, especially women, right? Like we were told to be quiet and be pretty and be soft and be feminine and all of the things that have been like constantly, just like spewed at us and have it's like wired our brains to have to be fearful of speaking out or, you know, getting out of turn or being something that's less than feminine or anything like that, you know? So it's definitely all the stories that have been like fed to us. It's definitely society's reaction to the powerful females. Like our brains are always looking for proof, right? So it's like, (laughs) we see proof every day of the way that society and the media treats women that have an opinion or have ambition or, you know, they're labeled as a bitch or too aggressive or, or anything else. So, um, that fear is just like our body is trying to keep us safe from, those situations. A lot of us also have, um, you know, if you're a person of color or you're queer, it is scary out in the world just to be us. Right. And so, uh, let alone bring more (laughs) attention to us and for everybody to see who we are, you know, in our fullest expression, um, because the world in an unsafe place, but it does take that level of courage. But again, like once we kind of step out there, our people are going to find us so much quicker. And we're also going to model that we can show up in this world and and be safe to do that. And then that will kind of like begin to shift that narrative and um, begin to have people feel a little bit more comfortable in it. Yes. I love that. And I feel like, I mean, tell me if you feel like this. I do feel like I'm starting to see 
this movement towards showing up more authentically. Like it seems like suddenly, it seems like maybe like five, 10 years ago, everybody was kind of expected to be polished. I mean, I guess I'm mostly thinking in like the coaching space, but suddenly yes. we're seeing people be more themselves. I think we're starting to, it's like the seeds have been planted yeah. maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think Instagram ushered in this like everybody has to be this filtered, curated, beautiful version of what like a business owner is supposed to, to look like. Right. And like social media is this amazing tool, but it also is like another story and constant thing that we're like being flooded with. Right. So when we see these like perfectly curated feeds, we all started to like get into this mode of like, okay, how do I buy these templates or how do I do the same pose holding the coffee cup and get the branding photographer and do all of that. And, you know, the, the recent years, everything that's happened in 2020, 2021, 22, it's really started to open up people's eyes. Like life is fucking short. We don't have any time to be showing up as anybody other than ourselves. The veil has been lifted recently. I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with astrology. We were just talking about the planets. Like a lot of astrologers predicted a lot of these times happening, but like we're seeing that the big powerful Oz was actually just this little broken human with, you know, behind the curtain all along. And now we're like, Oh, holy shit. Um, I can also go out (laughs) and do that kind of stuff and be, be out here and be seen as myself. Yes. One of the ways that I like to think about reality, I love that you touched on like the astrology. One of the things that I like to (laughs) when I think about reality, I think of it being as like this giant puzzle, right? And each of us is a unique piece. And it's like every piece is essential, but if we're trying to act like everyone else and we're not our unique piece, the puzzle can't be whole, right? It's like, I don't know. It's Yes. It's like so important. So many of us have been craving like that actual, like, human to human connection, like that realness. Right. And so like, we've been craving it. We've been like looking for our people. We're tired of being in that, like the simulation of like pretending like we're all the same. We actually want to have those like nitty gritty conversations and relationships and, and all of that. So I think that a lot of people are, are out there searching for it in Mm. that world of the curated feeds and everybody trying to look like everybody else and and you know everybody's dressing the same posing the same whatever people are desperately searching for it right now so it's it's the perfect time to come out of the closet yes I love (laughs) it so tell me I'm curious how did this did you were you always like leaning into your authenticity hardcore or was there like something like a journey for you that led into this like how did How did this come to be something that, that you're doing this like deep authenticity? Um, I think I was always really authentic growing up. I was a really weird, weird, weird child, um, was bullied a lot, but really didn't stop being who I was, you know? And then when the business that I recently sold, that was called the mob nation. Well, it is called the mob nation still exists. (laughs) And it was the, um, alliance of mom owned businesses. And when I first started it, I can actually see the progression of my authenticity and then like becoming more watered down and becoming this like softened version of who I felt I needed to be in order to be a really good um, leader 
And then I unfortunately had some like really weird circumstances where um, I was faced with a lot of microaggressions, you know, women of color cannot be anything but soft or we're going to be like labeled <laughs> aggressive and all this other stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, and I was being like totally so much. And I can actually see like this, like calendar of events of like being really sparkly and energetic and loud and aggressive and everything that made me, that's what made the, the growth happen. That's what made my community so different was because I was a mama bear and I was fierce and I was unapologetic and I was going after big things for my community and protecting them and showing up for them in that way. When I began to soften, you can also see that kind of like affecting the business as well. But literally like even my voice, like if you listen to old podcasts where I'm talking about the mob or you watch old webinars from like 2019, 20 to 2021 is when I was really doing that. Like I'm literally like softening my voice when I talk and being like love and light and all of this stuff. And I'm like, oh, wow. Who's that? Who's that bitch? And then something just snapped in me and I was like, you know what? Like, this is who I am. I'm tired of like putting on a show. I'm tired of like trying to tame this like fire that's in me that is just like dying to be out. And the more that I've like taken on since I've I've sold the mob. I've had to do a lot of healing, but then as I've been taking on more and more clients since then too, I'm also meeting just these freaking fiery, amazing people that are also like taming their stuff. And I'm like, why are we, why are we playing this game? Like you have so much more magic to share. And I want you to go out and be the messy, crazy, loud bitch that you are. You know, I don't want to code switch anymore before I go into a room. I don't want to have to, if you don't vibe with it, then it's not the room for me, you know? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. There, this is resonating with me very deeply because one of the things that I've, one thing that I've been working on allowing through is how loud I am. And this podcast <laughs> is one of the ways I've done that, but it's just my whole life. Like, shh, shh don't be so loud. You know what I mean? And it's like, I'm loud. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, even yeah. like in school, like having on the thing, like a disruption in class or, mm -hmm. you know, like great grades, good yeah. student, but you know, speaks up a lot or, you know, whatever it is, talks to everybody. So it's like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's just constantly something that we're told is a negative instead of this amazing superpower that can transform and change the world and everybody that we work with. Like it is, it's something not only that we shouldn't like harness, but we're doing the world a disservice by not pushing it the fuck out there, you know? Yes. I love that. So did you, you mentioned, you kind of mentioned something that I want to go back to a little bit. Did you feel like as you became, as you leaned into your authenticity, did you feel like that benefited like your, your business, your work life? Mm. Yes. Yeah. I attracted, I attracted all the right people. I like completely repelled <laughs> all the wrong people. Um, and I get, I mean, somebody every day is like, I, did this because, you know, you posted that thing about showing up messy or, um, you know, I started the podcast because you gave me permission to start where I was at and to like share my story and all of that. So 
it has definitely attracted dream clients and dream opportunities, but I think those messages are worth more than anything to know that, you know, people that I'm inspiring people to go and just be themselves and, and they go more comfortable in their own skin. And it's not so freaking exhausting to show up because (laughs) you don't have to pretend to be anybody else. Yeah. It's so, it really is so nice to see someone just really, truly being themselves. It feels really good. I think that's when I listened to that podcast episode of yours, I was like, Ooh, okay, this is great. I like it. This is really good. And I just love that whole concept of like, fuck being professional, like just that idea. Like why, why do we have to be this, um, this curated thing in order to, especially like in the coaching world, like we're helping people authentically, right? Or ideally we are. So doesn't it make more sense for us to be able to just be our true selves doing that? In the coaching world, especially like everybody just seems to be this like carbon copy of their coach. And like, I have made jokes, like I can tell you who somebody's coach is based on like their content. Like you took their template, you took their, like everything. Right. I'm like, and I know who the top one, there's like a few top coaches at the top of those different pyramids. And I can tell you, I could probably like trace back who your coaches, coaches, who that coaches, coaches. So it's like, that's another place where people are talking about authenticity, but they're doing it in the same exact template that their other coach talked about <laughs> being authentic. And it's like, what the hell is this? Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's so. so true. That's so true. That's a whole nother conversation for another day about how the coaching world is a lot like a network marketing pyramid, but. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Cause I was going to say that I, before coaching, before I was like really noticing that in the coaching world, I used to have that joke about dark salespeople. It's like, I can tell you, like, even if you don't mention your product, if you, if I see a piece of your content or a reel, I can tell you what company it is that you're with. And I'm like, right all the time. Or I can just tell that you're in direct sales just based on, you know, the way mm-hmm. that you are like creating your feed or whatever. Yeah. Oh, so, it's so interesting. Yeah. 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 Oh, and I just love, I love just the disruption of this. It's like, you know, yes. just completely fuck yeah. that, do something totally different. Like, I just have to say, like, once you yeah. disrupt, once you start questioning one thing, like, I mean, you do it to everything. Like, once you like are like, wait, why the fuck? And like, you really step back and start to unpack something, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm like dressing a certain way so that my body shape is quote unquote flattering flattering to who flattering to what right like oh or, or I haven't worn this or done this because of my age or my size or I'll wait till I do this and then like okay so now I'm going to show up more authentically and like the way that I'm dressing myself and presenting myself it's like there's so many little freaking pieces to all of it so now I'm just constantly questioning everything like do I actually want to do this do I want to buy this do would I be doing this if it weren't you know for this like programming or to show on social media this like concept of what I think success looks like like you know it's all yeah. It's all tied together. Like we post everything. It's like, I don't know. Yeah, for sure. So if somebody is listening right now and they're like, oh, wow, this is resonating, right? How, what would you recommend people do to start? Where do we even start looking to like 
dig into our authenticity or disrupt, you know, the inauthenticity. Yeah. Journaling, like deep shadow work, like really questioning yourself, self-coaching questions that I ask myself a lot is like, what am I afraid to say out loud? Like, what am I not saying out loud? So much pops up from that. Who would I be without these different stories that I'm carrying around? Yeah. Like who, yeah, those are good. One of them, like I went on a little bit of social media detox for a while and it was like, what do I even like? <laughs> what am oh, I wow. even into without like needing to post it on social media? Like, how would I spend this day? What would I go do if I weren't trying to like keep up with this curated concept of what like my life looks like? Right. And then every time you think that you have the answer, just go a little bit deeper from there. Right. Like, what am I not saying out loud? Once you write it out, why? What's so scary about it? Who is the first person that I can remember that told me this story, right? That told me this concept about myself or who I should be. If I wasn't shitting all over myself, what would I be doing right now? You know? Yes. Wow. Oh, that's great. Okay. What am I afraid to say out loud? That's a really good one. Yeah. Everybody yeah, every can relate day, to that. You ask yourself that. And then you're like, holy shit. What? <laughs> some deep stuff I mean it like comes out from like the deepest like inner child but also like inner teenager and inner you from like a week ago like it all just comes like bubbling up from this like subconscious that you've just been holding on to Mm. clearly in your professional life this attracted the right people did you have that experience in your personal life like did you feel like as you as you lean more into your authenticity that in your personal life that also it was like making more authentic connections. Like, I mean, I'm assuming this would probably radiate through your whole existence. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I definitely cut out some friends that I'm like, I have to be somebody else for you. Or, you know, now that I don't have, when I sold the mob, a lot of people thought that my worth or my value was kind of tied into that. And so a lot of people like disconnected from me and didn't see my value or power beyond able to bring them or feed them or do whatever in that form. But it's like, it literally came from my brain. So (laughs) this magic isn't going anywhere. Right. But like, I had to really evaluate everybody that was in my life. And it's like, am I putting on a show for you? Am I doing, you know, all of these things in order to like make you happy or keep you around? Um, And so my circle got a lot smaller. I started letting people in, in a, a lot more powerful way. I've allowed myself to become friends with my clients, which was never something that I would do. Like I would keep these like really strict boundaries. And I thought that it was like, again, going to the professionalism type of stuff, but really it was to to, like, if you knew too much of me, you might not actually think that my advice is great or that I can lead you to here. Or you might think less of me if you see that I'm like, you know, actually this person or that I get messy or that I'm super emotional or whatever. Um, and so for the first time in my life, and it's probably been like 12 months of like, I actually have friends that are my clients or like took friends on that I have had before and allowed them to be clients and allowed those worlds to, to blend in a really beautiful way. And like, things just feel so comfortable and like free. Oh, I love that. And what comes up for me as you talk about this. So actually last week I had someone on and we were talking about relationships 
but she was talking about deep authenticity in relationship and codependency. And it's so interesting Mm -hmm. because what you're talking about really ties in. It's like some of that codependency that so many of us get into. It's like people pleasing, right? Like it's letting go of you're, you're letting go of people pleasing. And then the other Mm -hmm. thing that came up as you were talking about this, being able to like have clients who are also friends, I feel like you must have a really high level of self-trust. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, boundary setting. I'm working on the self-trust. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, sure. I think I just got to a point where I was so, I just set all of the other shit down. So it's like, if they don't like when they get to see all of the, you know, personal pieces of me, obviously I'm not like calling them, <laughs> you know, dumping all of my shit on them, but I'm allowing sure. them to see a lot more my personal what I would consider mess and they love it and they relate to it a lot more. But I'm also like, you know what? I've just gotten to this point where it's like, if you don't like it and you don't vibe with it, then we're not meant to to be at this level together. And Mm. you, you want a lot of people have wanted access to what all the positives of my brain, because I'm, I'm a very like manic creative. So they want like access to all of the, like, um, the goodness and the creativity and the ideas and all of that. But then when it comes to the other side of it, people will be like, Oh, <laughs> oh. it's a little bit too much, mm-hmm. you know? And mm-hmm. so it's like, you don't get that. You don't get the sparkly, amazing goodness. If you can't handle the other parts of it, you know? Yeah. What you're doing is like this really powerful boundary setting for yourself. This is me and take it or leave it. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I just think that's, so amazing. And I mean, that has to, that has to feel really good too. It's like such a burden to not be carrying everyone's expectations and opinions and judgments all the time. Cause yeah, there's so many so of them. I know. Yeah. And you can't keep up. So <laughs> it's, yeah. real, it's really amazing. It's the other side of shit. I wish I did it a long time ago. Oh, I love <laughs> it. Well, I think you're going to inspire a ton of people with this today. Oh, I wanted to ask you also about talking about getting in the right rooms. And Mm. I know this is something that you talk about and that you're an expert in. And how does that relate? How do these relate? Like being really authentic, getting in the right rooms. Like do those, are those two things connected? Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, I think that a lot of people, that's why, I mean, I talk about networking. I teach about networking. Everything is networking, right, in business. But whenever people hear that word, they're, like, so turned off by it. They don't want to go do it because they picture the, like, dude, bro, name tags and the stale coffee and the elevator pitches and all of that shit. So they're like, oh, God. I'm not going to do that. And And it is so exhausting because right before you go in the door, you have to, like, put on your fake mask and you know parade around the room pretending that you're somebody you're not so it's like if you're in the right rooms you don't have to do that and anything can be a networking opportunity right if you just find the rooms that your people are in so when you can really find what's important to you on like a a core like human level what drives you what excites you you know then you can figure out what rooms your people are going to be in if it's spirituality then you know maybe you're going to find people at a moon circle or you know like those are going to be the networking events for you to build those new relationships and you don't have to go 
put on a suit that you feel uncomfortable in or, you know, practice an elevator pitch that doesn't align with you. So definitely if you feel like I'm going to throw up, I don't want to be here. These people are the vibe or you feel like you don't, you're not good enough to be in the room, then it's Mm. just not the right room because people will never make you feel like that. Yeah. There might be some nerves, but it's going to feel more like butterflies in your stomach rather than that like pit of like ugh, I don't belong here like your rooms should never make you feel like you need to be somebody else that's why I don't believe in imposter syndrome because you can never be an imposter of yourself right like you can't be an imposter you're just you <laughs> you're literally just fucking you there's no pretending right but that idea of imposter syndrome comes from just being in the wrong spaces and in the wrong rooms because we're like trying to be somebody that we're not. Ooh, yeah. That's an interesting reframe on that. I've never thought about it, but that makes total sense. Yeah. If you're in the right room, you're not going to feel like an imposter. It's like trying to fit like a round, like a square peg into a round hole or something. Right. Exactly. And it's the, doesn't mean that the round peg is an imposter. It's just (laughs) right. The round, like you can't be an imposter of a round peg. You just are. That's you. Yeah. It's just like the wrong fit. Yeah. Ooh, I love that. I, I think what's, there's something so empowering about like just trying out different circles, different rooms and finding the one that's the right fit rather than finding a circle and then pushing and pushing and trying to get yourself to work in this particular room, social circle, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or build your own circle. I mean, I couldn't find people that were balancing motherhood and business a mm-hmm. decade ago. I couldn't find people that were meeting on a really authentic level. My daughter was in kindergarten. I owned an art studio. I'm covered in paint sometimes. I don't have time to like go change my clothes before I go to an event. I couldn't find places that made me feel comfortable in that season of life that I was in. So I created the room that I wanted to see, you know? Mm, Yes. Ooh, cool. Okay. Love that. (laughs) So I have a question about that. Actually, if someone's listening and they've been trying a ton of rooms, they can't find the right room. They want to create their own room. What's a good starting place for that? Just like meeting people on social media? Like, what would you, what do you think? Yeah. So I actually consider social media like a networking room. I don't think of it as like a content space. So you already Mm -hmm. have a room at your fingertips right there to like find the types of people that speak your language and connect with them. But if you're actually wanting to put together some sort of space, whether that's on zoom or meeting for coffee, I would take a look at everything that you're wanting to disrupt about the rooms that you're in. So like, what do you absolutely hate about the way that you're connecting? What do you hate about the conversations, what's like turning you off, what's not fulfilling you about them. And then create that like space for people that are also feeling like that being that like antithesis to, I hate these boring ass conversations. I want to talk to, you know, creative disruptors. I want to talk to people that are like, they hate everything about their industry and know that they were like born to, you know, just fuck shit up in that space where are you? Let's meet for coffee. Let's connect. And then like, kind of let it expand from there. Like the, the first few mob meetups were around my dining table or at coffee shops. And then prior to COVID, we ended up having 30 in-person events across the nation per month. Wow. Um, Because it just like grew like wildfire. So like start 
there. If you're craving it, there's somebody else craving it too, right? And yeah. they're they're not able to find it. So so you can have that. And it doesn't have to turn into a full on business, but if it, you can at least say like, I need to freaking meet with five people that <laughs> are breaking out of this like matrix, aren't doing this dude bro hustle mentality, and I need to have coffee with you guys once a month, you know? Yes. Oh, awesome. I love this. This is just, this has been amazing. Thank you so much. I, this is just gold. I feel like people are going to get so much out of this. Yeah. So how, if someone wants to work with you, if someone would like to connect with you, how should they go about doing that? I'm on Instagram a lot and that's, um, at Aria Lighty. So send me a DM. I love to have conversations in the DMS. Um, you can work with me one-on-one and we create your, um, your whole visibility strategy really. And that's intentional working, uh, networking, knowing what rooms to go into, knowing who your people are, and then also what types of like press and platforms and um, like podcasts and stuff that you can go on in order to like expand that network. I also have a program called show the fuck up, which is being like revamped right now. And that's going to walk you through basically my framework of how you can show up really authentically in the world. Um, along with like really tangible takeaways of like how you can actually build a strategy for yourself to own any room that you go on, own any platform that you get to be featured on. So yeah. And you can go to arialady.com to see all of my offers. Awesome. And I will put all that in the show notes. So everyone listening, head down there and you can get these links. Fantastic. Aria, thank you so much. This has been amazing. I'm so grateful that you came on. This was so fun. I appreciate the opportunity. Have a beautiful day, everyone. <laughs>